Welcome back to the Skin by Presley podcast. I'm your host, Presley McGlashing, licensed esthetician for nearly nine years and hands-on practice for nearly nine years. I absolutely love what I do and I love when I have questions in the treatment room from clients who maybe just don't know where to begin or they've seen some things on the internet and they're really confused because there's so much conflicting information out there that it's no wonder no one knows what to do with their skin. So let's go on with today's topic. I want to talk about the difference between serums and moisturizers. I'm currently sitting in my reception area to record this episode and I can hear people in the hallway. So if you hear some voices in the background, that is just my neighbors and their clients coming in and at their office. So hopefully it's not too much of a distraction, but this topic is something that a lot of people are confused about when they are picking their skincare routine. So I put a poll up on my Instagram and a lot of you wanted to know about the difference between serums and moisturizers and why we might need both and what should we focus on, Um, maybe what do we get first before adding in the other one. And I do find that there is some myths surrounding moisturizers on the internet, so I thought maybe I would also debunk some of those. So first let's start with what's a serum. A serum is a usually a lighter textured product. It's usually much lighter in texture than your moisturizer. Uh, your hydrating ingredients are usually in a serum, but also some targeted treatments. So we could have a brightening serum, we could have an acne serum, we could have a hydrating serum, etc. etc. These are the ingredients that are going to absorb a lot faster and slightly deeper than the moisturizer, and that's why we usually have our treatment ingredients in them. That's usually why they're going to be more targeted. Also, sometimes why they're more expensive than your moisturizers. So a serum is one of my favorite steps in my routine. I just love applying something that is so silky and hydrating. It does give comfort to the skin. You can have ones that help with redness and calming inflammation. Um, In particular, one of my favorites is the Circadia Chrono Calm Serum. It is so lovely for red skin, for sensitive skin that tends to get warm. Um... It's also great for very inflamed acne where we're dealing with a lot of redness and that inflammation while the acne lesions are kind of producing um, consistently. So it's causing a lot of inflammation in the skin. Another favorite of mine is the Dermaquest Advanced Hydrating B5 Serum. It is so lovely. It's the one I'm currently using. It's extremely hydrating. It also has B5 in it to help with redness and also help with calming the skin, but it's just a lovely, well-rounded serum for everybody. But that is not where serums end, basically. You can have a serum for almost anything. So I usually say if you're going to splurge on something, splurge on your serum because it's going to do the most work out of all of your routine. The serums are 
usually targeted treatments. You could have one specific for daytime. So vitamin C is usually a daytime serum. You could have some specifically for nighttime. That could be a retinoid serum. That could be something that is for pigmentation because at night our skin regenerates so much more than it does during the day so it can take on a lot more of these targeted treatments um but yeah your serum is your second step so it goes after cleansing or after toning if you use a toner but before your moisturizer so and I always layer thinnest to thickest, so you can have multiple serums. As long as you're putting your thinnest one on first, usually that's your hydrating one, and then following up with your thickest. So, for example, the Dermaquest vitamin C, vitamin C serum is quite uh, creamy in texture, so I would put my hydrating serum on first, then my vitamin C, then my moisturizer, then my sunscreen. So that's, that's the progression of the routine. Then you have moisturizers. And your moisturizers are your basic level of protection from pollution, outside aggressors. Um, they help to protect the barrier. So they're going to rehydrate as well. They're usually an occlusive. So they will protect that barrier and make sure that you're not experiencing transepidermal water loss or TEWL. This can dehydrate your skin so fast, the TEWL. And so when you're using a moisturizer that is equal parts occlusive and hydrating or moisturizing, then you're going to have a much better chance at protecting your barrier every single day. Um, moisturizers can be worn day and night. I always recommend you do them day and night. You can wear them underneath your sunscreen no problem as long as you you've got the right formula and it's comfortable to wear um but also some of your moisturizers could be targeted as well specifically the night moisturizers you can get retinoid creams that are used only at night and they're usually pretty thick enough to actually hydrate the skin moisturize and some daytime moisturizers will have vitamin c in them as well so they don't all have to be basic just for that occlusion but their main function is to make sure to protect that barrier and by protect i don't mean protect from the sun because a day cream is just a cream you do still need a sunscreen with an spf rating on it in order to protect against the sun but the other types of protection that your skin might need that your moisturizer will take care of would be pollution, uh, wind. So I don't know about you, but sensitive skin like mine will get wind burnt so fast. So you need something that helps protect so that it's not attacking your skin directly and your barrier can just kind of keep its strength. Um, then you have the, you know, regeneration process at night, your skin needs to heal and it needs to be moisturized to do so. So that's why we use a night cream as well. So when do we use a moisturizer? Well, simply put, your moisturizer should be your last step before sunscreen and your last step at night very easy. You could add an oil serum to it. Some people will pat on an oil over top of their moisturizer. That's perfectly fine. I personally like to mix 
a little bit of the moisturizer and an oil in my hands first so that I have an even layer. It's working together rather than layering on one more thing at the end. So now let's get into a couple of myths that I see surrounding moisturizers but also surrounding the routine in general. So the first myth that I see a lot of is that you don't need a night cream. That you shouldn't be using a night cream because um, as the myth suggests the moisturizers are too thick they're uh, blocking your skin from breathing and i'm trying to hold it together for this i can't i can't with this myth your skin is not a lung it doesn't breathe um it this myth doesn't make sense to me so where did this myth come from? Uh, well, unfortunately, it came from Dr. Obaji, who was the creator of two very popular skincare brands, one called Obaji Skincare and one called ZO or ZO. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of this myth. Your skin needs that moisture. Your barrier needs that moisture. Some hydrating serums, for example, they're not occlusive enough. They evaporate really fast they absorb into the skin really fast and once you've applied a hydrating serum that's absorbed fast and the rest of it that didn't absorb has evaporated your skin starts to feel tight again because it's not moisturizing it's hydrating there's two different things going on here so a moisturizer is what's going to actually continue that hydration process moisturize and soften the skin and seal in that barrier when we skip the moisturizer part we're leaving the barrier basically to fend for itself and if you're prone to oiliness your skin's going to now overproduce oil because it's feeling dry and it's thinking okay well i need to do something now to fix this and so it's going to overproduce oil that's going to continue to clog even more and sometimes produce even more acne. We don't like this. This isn't going to happen. If your skin is dry and it can't produce oil, but it wants to, it's trying to, but, but because it can't, it cannot self-lubricate essentially. So your barrier is now going to crack and crumble essentially. There's no way, no other way to describe it. You need to moisturize in order to support your barrier function to reduce the amount of oil you might produce, but also compensate for the amount of oil you don't produce. Then the other side of these myths um, has to do with cleansing. So say you've done your night routine, you've done every step, you've cleansed, maybe you use a toner, you use your serum, and you used your night cream, you went to bed. In the morning, your first inclination should always be to then cleanse and start off your morning routine that way. But for some reason, we have a myth that goes around that says you don't need to cleanse. And I see it pop up every now and then that you don't need to cleanse in the morning because all you all you did was sweat and you, you did your night routine the night before. But if you really sat and thought about this, did you also put a clean pillowcase on every single night? Probably not. Not all of us do that. So now we've got a dirty pillowcase 
which now thinking about it, we probably should be changing that pillowcase every single night when at minimum we say once a week because we need to be realistic about our lifestyle sometimes. But imagine we don't change our pillowcase every night. We have a dirty pillowcase now because we sleep on that every night. All of our hair products, all of our skincare products, it's being pushed into these pillows plus the oil that we produce, plus the sweat that we produce. And this is oil and sweat from our face and our scalps, plus these skin cells that shed off naturally because everything that touches our skin will remove cells. All of that is now on your pillow. And every time you flip around and move around, you're putting it back on your face, plus the products that you already have on your face. So say you have a retinol on and a thick moisturizer. All of that is still on. So you wake up in the morning. Do you really think that just splashing with water is removing all of that and prepping it properly for your serum, moisturizer, and sunscreen? Really think about it. We do need to cleanse in the morning because we need to remove everything from our skin, from the minimum eight hours of sleep, tossing and turning on that pillow. And we need to remove the layers of the moisturizer and serums that we had on the night before. It served us for the night. It did its job. But after a minimum of eight hours, or for some people, six hours, that's a very long time to leave it on. We need to now remove it properly so that we can prep our skin for the rest of the daily routine so that that can serve us for its purpose. The more layers that we leave on the skin, the less likely that our products, like our serums and our moisturizers, are going to be able to do what they're meant to do because they're, they're, they have to now cut through the dirt and grime and everything that we've left on because water does not remove skin oil does not remove sebum oil and water do not mix it's not removing any of that if your moisturizers are um have a lipid content in them which most do it's not removing that that's water and oil it's not happening you need to cleanse your skin in the morning so your routines should always be cleanse serum moisturizer serum goes second or goes in the middle thinnest to thickest And then your moisturizer will always seal it in to protect that barrier because that's its function. That's what it's meant to do. And the final myth that I always hear eh, once in a while is that oily, acne-prone skin should not use a moisturizer. For some reason, we've had it in our heads that we need to dry up our skin as much as humanly possible in order to treat our acne. And that is so far from the truth. All skin types need moisturizer. Your moisturizer should be chosen based on your skin type. The formula should fit what you need and it should help address the concerns that you have. So if we're worried about oil, maybe we need some more niacinamide, just a smidge of salicylic acid or willow bark extract. I personally love willow bark more than going straight for the salicylic because you can use it daily. It's not as irritating. But these types of ingredients will help control the oil production in the skin so that we have less of it. We're not stopping it completely, but we have less of it. But we're also protecting the barrier because when the barrier is broken, the oil production will overproduce 
and that will cause more problems in the skin that'll cause more acne so what we want to do is create a balance so everyone needs moisturizer there is no exception to the rule non-negotiable it's up there with sunscreen for me it's a non-negotiable and when we stop doing a routine if we start skipping these steps that's when we're going to see some problems so make sure that you have at least your basics and that'll be a cleanser a moisturizer a sunscreen then add in any serum that would suit your skin type and what you want to achieve with your skin and just kind of keep it nice and simple don't overcomplicate it but that's your routine I hope you liked this episode. I hope it cleared up a few things that maybe you weren't sure about when it comes to serums and moisturizers. And if you've heard any of the myths that I did talk about, I hope that I've answered some of the questions you have. And don't forget to share this to someone who you think might benefit from learning more about our routine and what to do, what not to do. And we will catch you at the next one.